Hey guys, John Bishop here with John Bishop Fine Art. Uh, welcome to the podcast called Art Life the Podcast. I'm glad you're here. We talked last time about <clears throat> the fact that I needed to kind of streamline what I was doing with this podcast and that I wasn't really clear on, you know, what part was me doing my art and talking about art, <clears throat> excuse me, in my art business. Uh, not really to sell anything, but just to share among artists and, and uh, you know, what that would mean. And, uh, or, or the kind of nonprofit that we started, Arepa Arte. And, and that I was feeling a little um, confused because I didn't quite know where this was going. Uh, and I was talking about the same thing in various ways in different formats because we have a number of, of things that we're doing. So I decided that, in fact, this would be about art, about my art, about what I'm doing, and uh, my art practice. Now, i got to be honest here. I probably got pretty much away from doing anything the whole time we were away in Romania. Uh, not because I didn't care. It's just that space is incredibly important to me. I need to have a studio space. I need a workspace that is predictable, that I know where my supplies are, that I feel comfortable in, that, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I have some, some energy dump in the spot, in the place. Uh, and that just didn't exist in Romania. We were in a lovely apartment uh, lent to us by Bogdan's relatives. And <clears throat> Bogdan was able to work there. Uh, he was able to buy some materials. You know, I had paints, I had uh, watercolors, I had pencils, I had pens, I could have done little heads, I could have sketched uh, or painted. I just didn't. I didn't do any of that. And so I think one of the realizations for me is that importance of having a spot. And this is my spot. Uh, it's very small. It is a combination of uh, my study. I have all my computer stuff here. Uh, my library, which is also behind all of this. Uh, I have quite a book collection. I was a librarian for 30 years. And, um, and my studio, my painting studio. So it is a little cramped. Oh, it's also where I do uh, video content. So it's where I do my podcast, where I do my uh, vlogging, it just depends. It's where I write my blog. Uh, so yeah, this is a multi-purpose spot, but it's mine. I, have, I feel comfortable here. I feel like I can be creative here. Um, and that is far more important than I think I gave it credit for. So having said that, I am working now on a project, kind of a big project. I have a solo show coming up in about a month. And we are lucky enough at Silver Street Studios here in Houston, a part of the Sawyer Yards compound, that uh, we are given the opportunity to have our own solo shows uh, in some of the gallery space at the building. And uh, my, my month is October, November. I have to cut off by Thanksgiving. So I'm right at that point where 
I really should be finished. I should be sending out invitations, which I am, but uh, all the work's not done. So I'm feverishly trying to, to work on more pieces. Uh, and I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that today as well. I am creating a collection, a whole series. There's about 18 pieces in the, or is there more now? There might be 22 uh, <clears throat> in the collection. Uh, it's called Earthen. And Earthen in the sense that it is all earth tones, uh, very dark browns and beiges and rusts and teals and grays and uh, those kinds of things you would find uh, in those earth tones. So the idea of earth and I was born in the set in 59 so I really kind of grew up in the 70s. I was a, a little kid in the 60s uh, but all that 60s and 70s those earth tones all of the is part of my psyche and so I think that's why I kind of return to this theme again and again. Uh, we had a show, was it last year? Uh, one of the tenant shows, Ten Ants, and the little ants, and there were tenants, get it, get it? Uh, it was uh, sponsored by uh, Valentina Atkinson at, at Serrano Gallery. And she, I was chosen to be one of the ten uh, artists. And I did four pieces uh, in these kind of earth tones and loved them. I think they were some of the best things I've ever done. Two of them sold immediately, and the other two I still have. And I said, you know, I'm not done with this yet. So I took those as inspiration for the rest of this. And I'm in the process now of trying to add to that collection, explore a little more the use of color, the use of pattern, the use of texture, uh, and, and I'm really enjoying it. I think they're looking good. Uh, well, some of them are looking good. These are the ones on paper. Uh, and I'm doing, I did those as kind of a study on the color and things and all, because I didn't have the canvases yet. So I started out with these. I love the way paint and ink plays on paper. I just, I just think they're magic together. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys find the same thing. I find a lot of people don't value paper. And if it's on paper, they don't consider it good. Uh, so I have been doing, the bulk of what I'm doing is on canvas. I think paper looks great. I, I don't have any problem with it. I pr almost prefer it because it's so much easier to store uh, than, than canvas. But uh, I, can't I can't fight the fact that most people are, that I deal with just don't seem to value paper. Uh, <clears throat> so having said that, I am doing four large pieces, 40 by 30, and uh, they're all abstract non-representational, as are the 16 by 20s. And these will be lighter colored than the larger pieces will be more bold. And the then I have four of the paper, and then I have uh, for what are these 20 by does it say these are 20 by 24 and I'm going to try and do something a little more reps still abstract but a little more representational uh, see if I can do some landscape 
Um, I have a friend, uh, Lynn Ennis, who's a painter I, I much admire. She's out in uh, South Africa now. She was at Silver Street and Sabine Street uh, in Sawyer Yards for quite a while with us. And she used to say that she knew that a painting was done when she didn't hate it anymore. And I thought, you know, that seems very appropriate. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where I don't hate these. Um, and so I think I'm nearing their completion, doing some kind of finishing embellishments to them and things like that, just to, to spice them up and to put my mark on them a little, a little more clearly. So those are almost done. I think maybe done today, in fact. Uh, these, however, are ghastly. Um, they, and uh, let me show you one of the bigger pieces. One of the, these are 30 by 40. And I love the, the bolder colors on these. But in both cases, to me, they look like camouflage pants. I, they don't, I'm not feeling it yet. Uh, and I, these really need to be good. You know what I mean? If you're going to have a show and you're going to invite people, and I haven't seen a lot of these folks since I did my big show in Panka Marga. Uh, Bogdan and I had a show together, uh, but it wasn't uh, that significant. The Panka Marga show was much bigger, and I got a lot of people there. And this will be my first real solo show since then. Uh, I'm trying to think, is that true? Did I have something in between? No, I don't think I did. So I'm excited and a little nervous that these really need to be good. Uh, I've got to go to that next step. Uh, so that's a little intimidating. There's also everything coming at us at once. We had a really, really slow year, basically, uh, and things were really dropping off. Uh, then we went off to Romania, we came back. Now it's September, people are back. Uh, crowds are there, and they're really not buying a lot, but they're back. I've sold a couple of pieces. Uh, uh, so a special shout out to Sandra, who bought uh, my big nun, uh, called She Watches. Josh bought another nun, a small nun. Uh, I just, uh, gosh, I just got a, 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 an email yesterday from Lauren who bought one of my little heads. She bought one called Eunice and sent me a picture of where Eunice is in her study at home. Uh, and she says she smiles every time she sees it. So those are some sales that I've made lately, but they haven't been a lot of sales. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not flying out the door. Uh, and they're not uh, huge purchases. Um, so that has been a slow year, and that has hurt us, both Bogdan and I. It's really, we're really feeling that, the pinch of that. We're just, we're just tripping over inventory at this point. Um, and as far as the business part of that, you know, we can't keep doing that forever. We're going to run out of money. We're going to run out of, of room to store everything. And uh, it does take a real hit on the psyche just to, just to be in this holding pattern where you're like, I'm still creating and I'm not selling. Is that because I'm crap? And uh, I know I'm not crap, but I may be the only person who d knows that I'm not crap. Uh, so that, that's all going on at the same time. But now that September has come, 
man, everything has kicked into gear. We've got people showing up. Uh, we've got loads of opportunities. Uh, we're going to a big show. Well, it's a big show, but it's only two hours long at one of the office buildings here in town in Houston. And that's a great honor. We were recommended by a friend who was involved with that company. And they're having a one-day sale uh, from 12 to 2. So all that set up, just bringing stuff in for two hours. But we're going to do it. Uh, you bet we're going to do it. We also have a couple of zine fests coming up, one in Austin, uh, the other in Houston. Uh, and I love those, and I'm preparing new, new things for those, those festivals. Uh, if you don't know what a zine is, it's short for magazine. And they're basically homemade, small publication uh, booklets, pamphlets, books, posters, whatever. But it's self-publishing, but on an indie level. It's very grassroots. And uh, <clears throat> I knew of zines from my years in libraries because a lot of libraries promoted that kind of literacy and that kind of uh, publishing. Uh, so I, I just participate in them whenever I can. So those are coming up. We also have a big thing going on at the end of September called the Ramble, the Art Ramble, which is kind of a version of our biennials that we used to have at Sawyer Yards. So all the studios will be open from 2 to 7. Big publicity going on, food trucks, alcohol, live music, and of course art. Uh, and we're hoping that that will be a kind of an injection in this fourth quarter to, to kind of carry us out uh, and help us out toward the end of the year. So that's still going on, and hopefully that'll bring in some money. And then we just got word that we have an opportunity to go to the big center uh, the Exxon Center here in Houston, the big campus. It's like a city in a city. Uh, and they have various vendors. And one of the vendor spots, little shop, is empty. And so they're letting people come in for two weeks at a time and basically have a shop in their mega workspace. Uh, and so we got that for two weeks uh, in, in mid-October. So that'll be exciting. Uh, don't quite know what that's going to mean yet because we have to kit out this small store. Uh, and uh, But hopefully we'll be able to reach an audience we don't normally get. So that's a little exciting. Uh, but yeah, so back into the art. I am into it really deep. I've stayed home several days now. I was home yesterday. I'll probably stay home tomorrow. Uh, I'll be helping John Palmer, uh, who's a local artist of some international fame. Um, and uh, he's going to start working on video content in the sense of a blog, uh, a vlog or a podcast. And uh, I'm going to help him get that started just because I've been doing it for a while. And I think it's important with that kind of presentation, like the one you're looking at now, or listening to now, is that it doesn't have to be that polished. Uh, it can be a little organic. It can be a little, 
I don't want to say amateurish, but it could be amateurish. Maybe that's the word. But it's honest and it's it's organic and it's uh, um, homegrown, and I think that's important because I'm not here to present any kind of slick, finished product uh, or trying to sell you anything. Uh, so it's just me. It's just me, and it'll be John. We're going to have a conversation about his art and where he's going, um, and I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be exciting. I'm very honored to be able to work with him because he's uh, kind of a hero of mine. And don't tell him that because it'll go straight to his head. But uh, I really love what he's been able to do with his art career. And the, the way he's able, has been able to develop this, this really loyal following of collectors uh, that would support him through anything. Uh, and they do support him through everything. It's a very, uh, it's very inspiring to see. I learn a lot from him. Uh, yeah, and so it's a way of, of helping him in, in a new kind of endeavor, but it's also going to feed me as well. Uh, and then what I'm hoping is that he's going to create this video series of kind of monetized classes on art and art, art business. And I'm thinking that as we start that nonprofit, we might be able to send artists to his program uh, as part of our programming. So there's a, there are all kinds of tie-ins there that I think will be, be helpful down the road. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm working on my art. I'm trying to crank out lots of pieces without treating them. You know, I'm trying to give them all the the importance they deserve. Uh, if it means I take longer, I'll take longer. I still have several weeks. Uh, not, I mean, not many weeks, like four uh, weeks to get ready uh, for the show and for the exhibition. The exhibition will run about a month. So I have some time. I have enough done to where I'm over the panic of not starting. <laughs> so I can pretty much step in and do stuff any time now. It's not like, you know, when you first get started, you've got that blank canvas and you don't know where to go, where, you know, you don't really have, as particularly if you're doing abstract art, at least for me, I don't have a great plan. I have an idea in my head, maybe, uh, but the, the painting pretty much tells me where it wants to go at some point. These have not yet spoken, but I'm confident that they will. Uh, these have spoken. That's starting to speak to me, uh, and they will go wherever they go. But getting started can be such um, a hurdle to overcome. I tend to just walk in with a, with a paint brush and black paint and just do something on the canvas. I just make a mark. I know I can always paint over it later, but it breaks that that awkwardness of a white canvas. Uh, and I'll see where they go. I'll see where they go. Wish me luck. I'm going to keep working, and I will talk to you again next time. Uh, have a great week. Stay creative. And uh, get out there and make something beautiful. Talk to you soon.